Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The fiasco. And I'm not going to pretend that I know what I'm talking about here. Other than I know tickets can be very expensive if you buy them through, well, not the original source. Now, Ticketmaster is at the center of this. Says cyber attack um, bots are to blame for that debacle. We're going to have that explained to us in a second. The U.S. Senate heard during um, their hearings in which a Ticketmaster executive from the parent company Live Nation showed up. They heard that the company does not hold a ticket sale monopoly and that the Ticketmaster Taylor Swift sale was targeted by software bots which illegally obtained tickets, then flipped and resold the tickets for astronomical prices. Still with me? Because I'm not with me anymore. Eric Alper joins us. That Eric Alper, over a million followers, friends, and connections on his social media platforms. Past and present clients for Eric include Ringo Starr, Ray Charles, Barry Manilow, Bob Geldof, Randy Bachman, and Sinead O'Connor. He goes on and on and on. And you can go to thatericalper.com. Eric, thanks for coming on. Oh, no problem. I happen to have a break going to the bank, remortgaging my house for Taylor Swift tickets. Well, so tell us, please, take us inside the story and in layman's terminology, explain to us what went on and particularly to the folks who maybe wanted to buy uh, Taylor Swift tickets and found themselves on the outside looking in. For sure. And it's not just about Taylor Swift. I think anybody that's tried to get tickets in the last uh, number of years on Ticketmaster's site has landed basically in the same situation which is that there are um, there's a little bit of an advanced sales that go to the fans. And in Taylor Swift's case, they gave out 1.3 million codes to advanced um, ticket holders uh, or uh, at least people who are members of the fan club or who are verified so that they check your ID and things like that. But 13 million people try to get on the site at the same time. <laughs> Taylor Swift launched 53 tour dates and roughly about, I'm going to say 25,000 tickets per show. Um, so 13 million people tried to get tickets. A lot of them shouldn't have been in there in the first place. It crashed the system. And then when people actually got into the, the ability to buy tickets, they found out about something called verified pricing and also surge pricing, which is that the more demand for the tickets, the higher the price is. Um, when you go on Ticketmaster now, they don't tell you how much tickets are until you actually click on the ticket. That is all set by the artist. So a lot of the anger that is facing Ticketmaster and Live Nation right now is completely wrong. Ticketmaster is nothing more than a nameless, faceless website to help sell tickets. That's it. And But the artist sets the ticket. So whenever people are complaining about uh, you know, $1,200 for Taylor Swift or $4,000 for Bruce Springsteen. Keep in mind, it all goes to the artist. They're the one that set up the deal. The service charges that are another issue, that goes to Ticketmaster, the venue, the promoter, the people that are more at risk for having shows. So that's where we are right now. And so Ticketmaster got called out on the carpet in the U.S. Senate. Uh, and they're exactly right. Ticketmaster said that they actually don't have a monopoly, even though that they sell over 300 million tickets over the course of 30 countries around the world. Um, in the United States, they only run about 200 venues out of the 5,000 venues that are in America. So they're saying, look, we own the venues. We have every ability to 
to sell our own tickets for it. And if the artist doesn't want to use us, that's okay. They can go and try to find another venue. Yeah. So when Taylor Swift said that she, and I'm paraphrasing here, that she was yeah. terribly disappointed over what happened, uh, is that a little bit of um, less than... Uh, PR? The, yeah, yeah. Is that PR? <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, look, I, I, I dig Taylor Swift. I, I have nothing but admiration for her. Um, but she loves playing the victim. She loves um, turning something around when something happens to her that is negative. Um, and she's certainly not going to say, hey, sorry, fans, I know I'm super popular, but like them's the breaks. No, she's just going to basically put the emphasis on Ticketmaster again. But it's actually true. What Ticketmaster should have done is not allow people to even get through the first level of, of the site. Unless you were, unless you had a pre-save or a pre-sale password, um, so it, it I, I, Taylor Swift just kind of hung them out to dry, but that's okay because when you're making, um, you know, when you're making four to seven dollars off of hundreds of millions of tickets that are being sold <laughs> around the world every year, um, you can afford to take that yeah, little bit of a heat. Yeah. But you, you know, it, 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 nothing is going to be solved. The only thing that can happen in this. Um, is that the government is going to realize that we're all part of surge pricing now. If you've tried to buy an Uber during a really popular event, you're going to be paying three times more. If you've gone to the grocery store and tried to buy a bag of lettuce, you're going to be paying more because there's only X amount of, of items that are available for the people that want it. The only thing that might change is that service charge is now going to be in the price of the ticket. So there's no sticker shock twice but no it's all it's all political moments it's all political game and that's just the way it is so um my friend and i went to see springsteen on broadway some, oh yeah summer cool. before last that was a great show it was yeah. uh it was interesting to hear him talk about his life and play some music and uh you know play some music sets and he got to know more about him than i certainly more than i knew a lot of his fans who were there they call him the tramps right um so uh that's that's all i know uh, how but, much but, did you pay for tickets $1,100 each. And how much were they originally? Or did you pay higher? No, I paid I paid $1,100 each. That was for balcony seats. <laughs> yeah, right. That wasn't bad. I mean, the seats were okay. But sure. $1,100, and then you pay, of course, uh, the fees that go along with it. <clears throat> then comes the airline ticket. Then comes the restaurants. Then comes the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, <laughs> yeah. you've run up a yeah. bill of $6,000 for a few days, a right? Trip. Sure. I, I've look, I've done the same. I don't get free tickets for anything. I, I spent over three thousand dollars for a bear ticket to for Genesis last tour. Um, but that's just the way it is. That's you know, life. not everybody yeah. gets to go and not everybody gets a free iPhone. Not everybody gets to drive around in a in a Rolls Royce. If you can afford these shows, I've said for years that artists have been kind of undervaluing what they're worth in terms of live events. And yeah. because they're not making that much money on music streaming services anymore, they're absolutely going to make it up on the on the live show. Um, and, you know, we never hear about the complaining when the Toronto Blue Jays, for instance, raise their ticket prices for the New York Yankees as opposed to the Kansas That's City That's a World. very good point. We never hear basketball teams, um, you know, and surge pricing. There are books, there's laws on every book in every single province of this country about scalping tickets. You are not allowed to sell that ticket for higher than that price that you are paying. So Ticketmaster gets around it by saying, well, that's how much this these tickets are. And I'm not convinced that people want scalping laws to go away. Um, they, I, I think- No, there's a bit of an excitement that goes along with it. 
Yeah, there's something about uh, uh, it's also the insurance that in case if you can't go to the show and you want to resell them, you can do that. There's only one way to get around scalping laws. You are two. You either you either charge the people who are doing it, and you know again with the laws on the book, or you have the person's name who bought the ticket on the ticket, and they have to show ID at the door. When that happens, only for the really big shows like Springsteen and Prince, um, does that actually yeah. have a sellout show? A so this isn't going. This that. isn't going away, Eric. This is going to no. stay, right? So the no, one thing the, to talk about it. The one thing that I really liked about Springsteen, other than the show, the show was great. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the end of the show, I guess his fans knew this because everybody was congregated outside the on the sidewalk outside the theater, and his his big SUV rolled out and stopped, and he got out. And he stood there talking to the fans for about 20 minutes, at least 20 minutes, recognized some of them. I guess they've been following him everywhere. It's catching up with them. How are you doing? Good to see you, Bob. Good to see you, Mary, Betty, whatever. And I thought that was pretty cool. I've never seen an artist do that before. So clearly he has a connection with his fans. But 1100 bucks per ticket, I swallowed twice. <laughs> you got up pretty easily. Uh, Wait yes, till yeah, he comes to Toronto. Okay. And then you'll be more thankful that you spent that money seeing him on Broadway right. in a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 